What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new episode coming right at you. Just after a quick word from our sponsors. Those lovely folks. I love them so much. Especially this first sponsor. Because that first sponsor is me. We are brought to you this week by the video versions of A Now We Drink. Go to www.anwd.net slash videos to see all the madness in full HD. There are no ads on the video versions, so that's pretty rad, right? They're 99 cents an episode. Check them out. They're a ton of fucking fun. And now on to the real sponsors. This week we are brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month Vinyl Me Please has one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please as features you can't get anywhere else. Things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe. Can't beat it. Rad vinyl. Custom cocktail pairing. Some awesome artwork. And Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record of the Month Clubs of old. It's month to month. No strings attached. Cancel anytime. So if you want to check out Vinyl Me Please today, go to www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Gamefly. Gamefly.com has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS. Every system you can imagine, basically. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much that you'll want to send it back, you can keep it for a low-use price. There are never any due dates or late fees. Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. Man, games are expensive. Don't drop your hard-earned coin until you've played it. Make sure you like that motherfucker. And if you like it, you can just get it from Gamefly. So sign up today for a premium 30-day trial for free. One game out, shipped directly to you with a pre-adjusted envelope for easy returns. No contracts, cancel any time. Go to www. Gameflyoffer.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.gameflyoffer.com slash ANWD. We are also brought to you this week by author Christopher Zeiseg. I hope I said Chris's name right. And his books, Body to Job, The Wolves That Live in Skin and Space, Come to My Brother, and you can buy those on his website at ChristopherZeiseg.com. Go to the show notes on how to spell his last name. And also pick up a copy of our other guest book, Michael Sedlinger's My Pet Serial Killer on Amazon.com. Both great authors and obviously the guests this week. This is a lot of fun. Chris and Michael had never met in person, even though they had corresponded over social media for quite some time. They're both being previous guests on the show. Chris is the legal name of former porn star Danny Wilde, if you didn't know. Michael Sedlinger is Michael Sedlinger. Sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, drinking buddies. Oh, oh, now we're actually live. All right. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Hey. Hey, what's going on, guys? 
I don't know. Well, you're the host. Tell, tell us what's going on. <laughs> well, uh, I have two strange men in my apartment that are trying to get out of here desperately. <laughs> like I was told before the interview started, like, we have hard outs. We have to get the fuck out of here. We don't want to be in your apartment for six hours again. We got places to be. So that's true. Stories to tell. We're reading. We're going to be reading tonight, but no one's going to give a shit who listens to this because it'll be over. It'll right? be over, yeah. I know. I was hoping to get you guys out, like in and out in time where we could actually promote what you guys got going on uh, tonight. It's okay. Mm, it's fine. It's I fine. got sick yesterday. So <laughs> oh, that's got... right. I already, yeah. Well, then I'm pouring you more. I am decked out and what ready. What are you drinking? Tonight we are drinking Elijah Craig <laughs> mixed with Dayquil. Day- <laughs> Chris is drinking Day- Dayquil. Vix. It's called Vix Dayquil. Mm-mm-mm. This is my third um, shot since I've been in here. Are wow. you going to OD on Dayquil on my show? Don't you get really like loopy even with Dayquil if you take enough? Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm. I just wanted to like join the party. <laughs> All right, cough okay. syrup. Yeah, that's probably enough for t- this whole show. We'll probably. find out. Yeah, and I'm really excited to have both of you here. Both of you are returning guests, but have never met in person. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, but with the power of social media, we kind of known each other for a while. Yeah, we've kept yeah. in touch. Like we, like uh, Michael's very active on Twitter, and probably I, too active. I read a lot of your tweets and <laughs> respond to some of them at least. Some of them, yeah. Uh, I think we actually met or were put into touch uh, via Lo- was it Lawrence Sarand? Yeah, yeah, Lawrence Sarand. Um, I think you met her at, like at Brooklyn Book Fest, was it? I think that's right. Yeah, and then she, I think it was like both her and Chelsea. They kind of like put us in touch and like with like i think lauren literally told me like um i think you two would hit it off like with some kind of event and i mean we'll see tonight but yeah. i mean we both have similar vibes so this is good i think so yeah. i think it's gonna be good so and shout out to lauren lauren and and chelsea and chelsea Hudson, yeah. um i feel like they both kind of like put me in the loop of uh the nyc lit crowd or any lit crowd i don't know and like a lot of people in la who write seriously so now we're all fucking illiterate <laughs> actually i'm starting to that's not entirely true there there's some really cool people out here the, yeah there, i have trouble remembering where people are because right. i like centralize myself like online sure so it's like yeah i mean duh new york city there's gonna be like a uh, there's a cross section of writers there and you right. can kind of like off the top of your head think of like someone um but yeah i don't know la i'm trying to think i mean a, f- a good a really good friend of mine chi Wan Choi, used to live here for a long time but i think he's kind of like he's in pittsburgh he kind of moves around. Okay, I don't um, even know who that is. He's a great poet. Cool. Yeah. I feel like you're probably more embedded in this shit than me. I just kind of started to figure out who everyone is like last year, and I'm way behind uh, still. A year from now, you're going to be like, I, uh, uh, that person again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's cool to be online because, like, I mean, I want people to come to our shit tonight, but, man... You gotta be like most readings are fucking awful. Yeah, they're uh, like the one of the dumbest things to do. But like you gotta do them, and like occasionally you don't like a have brilliance. To, well, you you gotta do them. It's that's a it's a lie. But it, like yeah, I feel like we are at this point where it's like max capacity with readings. <laughs> like everyone, even people I know that are amazing at giving yeah. readings, they're like, oh god, I don't want to go to I don't want to go to this fucking reading. <laughs> Half the time, I remember this one tweet. I think it was like Shane Jones that tweeted out. He's like, "Yeah, you know, my first literary experience for the literary community was um, going uh, attending this poetry reading at a library. Nobody showed up, not even the poet." 
And I was like, yep, that's very yeah, fucking true. That makes sense. It's like, there's just like this anxiety to it and like there's just monotony to it. How many um, people do you think are going to come tonight? I don't know, but like I, I, what matters is we're going to have fun because we're yeah. trading pieces. We're not even reading our own shit tonight. Um, he's reading from my book. I'm yeah. reading from his book. I, that, I think that happened like organically over the phone. We talked about an event. I was like, let's just do something different. Let's just... I don't know. I think that it's it's fun for us. If it's fun for us, at least we'll have fun. So Matt, last time I was here, you were like, I don't read books. Has that changed? <laughs> he has books on the shelf. But they, yeah, look, they look all, all my, new. They look they're all my new. fucking roommates. Uh, Every last one of those <laughs> my fucking roommates. Unless it has like drawings like Sin City and Walking Dead up there, those are mine. And which happen to be graphic novels. Yeah, and look like they've actually been read. They but, have, yeah, but do you like listen? Because you're like you're doing this podcast. Obviously, do you like listen to audiobooks or anything? I was for a while. The problem is, I was listening to audiobooks at a job where I had to pay attention to shit, and I'd lose my place in the fucking audiobook. I, I can't listen to audio. I mean, I, I, I can, but I have trouble like tuning into them. There is like a certain like mental switch that you have to do. It's not just like listening to a, like a like a podcast. like a podcast. Yeah, you know, like there's this like weird, I don't know, just different kind of mental thing to it. I've also heard. And this may not be true. I like I heard it on a podcast. I think on like Brett Easton Ellis's or something like that. He was. You listen to that? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, well, he invited me on. So. Oh, that's right. You were on that. Yeah. So cool. then I like listened. Did you enjoy being on that? Yeah. Well, I'm like casual friends with him. I like. Oh, that's cool. Is he a weird dude in real life? He's got he, a lot of people don't like him right now. Well, but, is it because of that book that he's putting out, or is it? Well, he's got like. He's just um, he just rails against the left, mm. and uh, that's you know not so popular these days. So I mean, I, I I still love American Psycho and yeah. uh, Lessons There. There are books that you can't erase from the canon, you know. Like there, he sure. did awesome things with that. But yeah, admittedly, I kind of lost touch with all his stuff. Um, I yeah. feel like I'll, there's a number of us that have kind of gone that way. Uh, yeah, well, but, he's, yeah. I mean, his new book, I'm sure, is gonna piss people off just it, by the it, title it pissed off what is the it, title white it's called white oh yeah what was yeah. it like an essay collection yeah. about being being an old white guy <laughs> being an old white guy in hollywood yeah nice uh yeah so you know that goes over <laughs> well these days totally um anyway the point i was trying to make though <laughs> was not about <laughs> brett it was just um reading People who read, who, when you listen to audiobooks, the retention is like much, much lower. Yeah. Meaning that if you're like, if I think there's actually a study that you mentioned, and again, this is like secondhand information, but I'm just going to believe it because it was, on, it, yeah, it was on a podcast. No, it makes perfect <laughs> sense. Like, <clears throat> when you read a book, yeah. you sit there, like, you may knock out a chapter mm-hmm. in a sitting mm-hmm. versus if you do an audiobook, depending on how fast it's read, you may knock it out in one or two sittings. Yeah. Yeah, I and, can't listen yeah. to audiobooks. So they just wash over me, and like I don't retain anything at all. I don't mean either. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, I tried to listen to The Stand as an audiobook. Yeah, like I Stephen King. It. Yeah, I haven't read it. Stephen that King, audiobook maybe. is yeah, seventeen hours. Yeah, I don't like Stephen King. He's putting out like four books this year, like every four year. Four books. I just, I, I swear, like I look on, like I every once in a while, I look on Amazon. I just type in Stephen King just to like feel bad, at, you know, feel miserable about myself. Just like, it's, and like he has like I feel like three or four this year. It's is insane. he like doing the James Patterson thing where he just like has no. other people write? Them? I, I think it's still him that writes it all. Um, it's, it's like it's exclusively I think Scribner that publishes him and 
I mean, these things are huge. They're, they're like they're like five hundred, six hundred pages. I think I feel like he gets paid by the word. <laughs> <laughs> he gets paid no matter what. I don't. He's just he's yeah. he's he's top ten like right. highest paid uh, authors like every year basically. And he has like a an adaptation of his work come out like every three months now. Yeah, it seems like yeah, uh, which is good because like he's getting old, and I feel like if you can cash in, why not? Like, yeah. I'm not gonna criticize him. Like he's, I'm just amazed. Is what I'm yeah. saying. I think I'm a fucking. I'm amazed at his continued pro, like prolific uh, output. And yeah, just, that's crazy. How many books do you have though? You have like a lot for your age. Right? I, think I have like twelve. You have twelve yeah. books. But you're like, fuck. I'm. I feel so bad about myself, <laughs> Stephen King. I give twelve. How old are you? Thirty-three. Okay, so I've we're the same age. He has twelve books. I have three books. You've had a lot more sex on film. <laughs> There's that. I don't know how. Yeah, but that's like. <laughs> well, it's time consuming. Writing books. Writing well, books and all. I mean, being, you're yeah. Being on set, stuck on set all day is time consuming. Oh yeah. <sighs> Fucking on. I don't know. I don't fuck on camera. Well, anymore. I know you don't fuck on camera at all. That's why you have books now. <laughs> you're catching up. You know, you're just gonna take that energy true, yeah. and shift it into books. Well, no. I mean, that's not what I spent most of my time doing i don't fucking make hardly any money on books <sighs> neither do I. we gotta change that shit i mean seriously there's just yeah i don't make a lot even though i have 12 there there they were all almost i think every single book that i put out is on an independent press that isn't like you know that doesn't sure. mean they're not making any money it's just like it's just hard to make money oh yeah it's literally fucking hard because even money. if you like sell books i mean sell selling books at an indie level even if like like my back end deals are pretty great if i could make if I could sell a fuck ton of books, but it's like just making back the money that they spent takes about a year. Dude, I, I feel average. like, so I feel it's, like, like I, I, it's true. It's, but it's like also not even just independent publishers. It's like the book comes out. Uh, granted, like hopefully you're like with a big press, you have like a nice, a, a decent enough advance that you at least got something out of it. And sure. most people never earn out of that. Sure. Um, but like with indies, you get like three to five K maybe if you're lucky per book. Some people get zero dollars advance, and they get like maybe twenty or to thirty percent if they're lucky royalty on on like. Net. Yeah, I'm in that. I'm in that category. I have actually a pretty. I mean, I don't know if I want to say I got a fifty percent back end that's, deal. That's good. But that's zero, good. But zero percent up front. So I get like. Do you get something? Like, do you have like? It's like every six months. What was the biggest check that you've gotten for body to job? I haven't, I haven't recouped them. You haven't recouped yet. Well, we, I, I will find out at the end of this month because it's right. every six months and oh, then yeah, it's yeah. 90 days yeah. after that I get. So, yeah. so literally, the you'll end get of this something month. then for that. Like, there'll be like that'll yeah. be, that first that first check's always like pretty solid. And then after that, it's like it depends on the book, you know, obviously. Sure. Um, but it's it's just, it's just fucked up how it all is all set up. It, it makes sense historically, but it just doesn't make sense now. Yeah, we were just talking about that off air before right. we got on. Yeah, we like just, we're right. in the age of do we really need middlemen? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna argue yes for literary fiction. For this is a reason, and it may not be a a, a real reason in terms of making money, but it is a real reason in terms of anyone taking you seriously, mm-hmm. like self-publishing a book right now a, f- a fiction not like a marketing book or something like that i think you can do okay but like no one will review you and you know like no you cannot get your book 
touched by someone in like a literary circle that will take you seriously. I mean, hundred percent. I think the only thing with self-publishing right now that we've finally seen a shift like for the better. If you're a poet or something that like, if you're in the category that whatever you're writing is in a category that's not directly fiction, not directly like whatever. Like, um, if you're if you're like more than poetry, more into like I don't want to say self-help, but something like you know more ephemeral. Um, sure. You have the capacity to do that, and it's literally like a leveraging a of book type of thing. Well, I mean, like remember Instagram poets and stuff like that. Like I feel like yeah. that, I don't know if the moment has passed already for it because but there was a period of time where people were putting their books up, they're self-publishing via Create Space, uh, and they're making so much money off of it. Um, Fucking good for them. Um, have yeah. you done that? No, no. I mean, I've I did like a little experimental kind of thing with Broken River Books. Uh, J. David Osborne, good friend of mine who runs the the press. Uh, I approached him with a poetry collection that I, I just wanted to see if I could write poetry. I mean, sure. I, I, it, it was really just like confessional stuff. It was called Standard Loneliness Package. Um, came out last Valentine's Day. The idea was to experiment with that model, which was all right. Let, what if we made it more like an impulse buy, six bucks, like. And then we just like put it out the moment we announce it. Um, this will stress test your social media platform. This will stress test like how how well of a package that book is. Sure. And so, I mean, it did well. I, I forget what the number. I think like the first like couple of days we almost hit two hundred copies um, sold. Oh, so, that's great. But I mean, naturally, six dollars a book. I mean, I, this was like just an experiment. Like I we we wanted to see what could be done with publishing. Um, well, I, I know there's some people out there writing like trashy romance novels that are self-publishing on Amazon for like a dollar a copy and selling thousands of them. Chuck Tingle? Was, yeah, remember that's, Chuck Tingle? The, that's legit. <laughs> yeah. Chuck, I remember that. I don't my, know if he's still writing though. But. My friend, he I don't know if you know this guy, he did porn very briefly but he's mostly an artist and I don't even know like to what degree he does that these days but uh, do you know Zach Smith? He went by Zach Sabbath. He has that yeah, book that came he's, out like um, he's kind of a controversial yeah. figure these days. Oh, is he really? In gaming circles. Oh, Oh, what, what? Well, I know he's he does somewhat well. I don't know anything about the gaming shit, but I... <laughs> oh, shit. Did I get my... Because I contributed, like, something to his upcoming book. Am I going to get, like, canceled? You might. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, apparently, his longtime partner came out with allegations of abuse. Uh, oh. Shit. And he's... Okay. Uh, well, he put out that book that was like my life in porn or some shit like that, right? It's called, we we did porn. Yeah, it we did came porn. Out like a long time ago. Yeah, that's all I know about him. Mandy yeah. came out. Oh, uh -huh. so, mm. I don't want to talk about this. Can we not? <laughs> okay, I I was gonna start googling. We'll run away from that topic. I just I just don't like have enough information to have a point of view. You know, I'm just... getting it all secondhand <laughs> because of his porn connections. Yeah, like my friends that are pretty like into gaming were like. Oh, hey. Zach is yeah okay. I Zach mean, is the devil. Someone asked me because I guess she still plays D and D with Charlotte Stokely. Oh, okay. Right, right. I'm like, are you friends with Charlotte? Can you check and make sure she's okay? I'm like, yeah. Hmm. I used to film there. Um, what was it called? I hit it with my axe. Yeah, I filmed a couple episodes. That was when they were still together. I have no idea. So he went from porn and he like pivoted to like gaming or something. Well, yeah, he was a gaming a, author. He was a fine artist. I think that's primarily where he made his money. And then during when like alt porn was actually a thing, yeah, he he dipped his toe in. And I gotta say, and I I'll say this, po like he was like really bad at porn, but but it's because he like wouldn't take Viagra or anything, so he like just wasn't hard in most of his scenes. Mm. But he's like nice to me at least. And then uh, 
I don't know. I've sort of rarely kept in touch with him. I hadn't heard about this, so I don't know what to say about that. But um, I did contribute to an upcoming game thing. Hmm. Uh, he was he ran a Kickstarter last year. It's gonna come out. I don't know what to say now, but you know. Well, uh, it's better topic. you know new now topic. than <laughs> new topic. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just better you know now than like when it comes out and the backlash may come. Well, we were talking about the yeah the, the middleman thing. Like uh, yeah. we'll, off camera before we started, uh, you were talking about how like there's being money again. Like there's money again in porn, but it's more like direct from sure. that person's platform. Well, it's like than. different middlemen now. Okay. Yeah. Well, because okay, so like for example, tonight. I'm having you read this story that like yeah. really fucking digs at Pornhub because in a way they like they basically ruined the old model of business. Yeah, not basically they did. They did, <laughs> but they're coming. But now all new performers who have come out around in the last five years pretty much love Pornhub because now they're basically getting if if you can produce if you can be smart enough to produce your own content, it's kind of like a YouTube payout structure. So, Makes sense, yeah. But it didn't used to be that. No, it used, it used to, be, to be they were just stealing from stealing motherfuckers. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that couldn't have lasted very long. I mean, like, right? Like the like well, the, the problem the big... is there's no no congressman who's going to go to bat for right. porn's IP like yeah. they did for music and movies. Yeah. yeah. But hmm. now, like, there's Pornhub clips for sale, many vids, a bunch of sites where, like, basically you take a clip of yourself fucking somebody or just mm-hmm. jerking off and. You put that on like ten different platforms, and you can monetize it. You can monetize yeah. it, and like That's... you might not make a lot from each platform, but all together, I think you can start to now make a living. But as a producer, like investing in porn, like f- fucking lol. I got, but, so <laughs> yeah. On that note, I got a question: like, do you, are you able to monetize any of your stuff, or is it owned by other <clears throat> studios? So here's the only thing that happened that in which I still make any residuals mm-hmm. is not from stuff that I used to be in because no, you don't get all your contracts are like a yeah. one-time payment. Yeah, unless you did something real weird. Um, but right when I quit, um, I was pretty fucked financially, and I was doing like a lot of stuff. I was like hooking on the side and like making little jerk-off videos and yeah. I made like kind of a lot of them and then I started once I got into post-production which is basically what I do for a living now um, I I was doing some content management for other people and I was seeing how they started to make money so right so I, I'm sure you see on my Twitter I like have an OnlyFans I, I see that and I'm like that's why I assume it is right like you click yeah. on that and, and what like it's like a subscription model kind of thing yeah, yeah but basically because it's not what I'm trying to promote I just don't put anything for free I'm just like either you want to pay me or you don't yeah I don't, I don't give a shit if you want to see like a sample it's all behind a paywall mm-hmm. and it's all just like amateur amateur like iPhone videos or pictures and I'll still make some these days that are new, but I even start to recycle some shit. It's just like... It's like Twitter. People recycle yeah, all the time. Yeah, oh, so, definitely. Yeah. But like, it's not like I make a ton of money, but <laughs> right. I make like, you know, five to eight hundred bucks a month, which is fucking fuck great. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's yeah. awesome, yeah. yeah. For minimal effort? Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, for like keep jerking it, yeah, off yeah, a keep, bunch. Yeah. yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> hey, I no one's paying me one single dollar to <laughs> jerk off, so... <laughs> Well, you should try it, man. Do some fucking like some <laughs> right, bear shit. People would love that. Uh, I don't know. I think. <laughs> well, if you people don't start buying the advertised products real soon, you're gonna have to watch me jerk off. <laughs> I'm gonna threaten you with it. It's not gonna be a promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
that's cool though. I mean, that's that's a good amount. I'm just gonna slide yeah. into your DMs with me jerking off. Like, give me money. It's just gonna start happening. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, drop your latest uh, latest episode, but then underneath <clears throat> it, there's like, oh, by the way. Oh, by the way, it's just me jerking off. So, or it's like that episode of IT Crowd. Have you seen IT Crowd? Of course. Yeah, like the really? like, was it Renum or whatever? He had like this like s- single frames of like himself, like basically scantily clad, like seductively, like just popping up on different videos. Like you do that. Right. You have like this. You have this episode, and then like there's single frames of you just like, like Fight Club style. Yeah, Fight Club I style. I don't know about oh, this. you gotta That's watch. Great. You gotta watch IT Crowd. It's like it's a British comedy show. Uh, I think there's only like four seasons, but their seasons are short. You know, like British. Where, shows. where is it? Netflix. 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 It's okay. on Netflix right now. Yeah. Binge that shit. Just like, uh, especially since you're feeling under the weather, just fucking watch that shit. It's so, there's not one bad episode. I got, a, I got tomorrow and then I got to be on set, supposedly, but uh, you can burn through I a can, lot of it in one day. It's yeah. Netflix. Netflix. I am on an anti net. I, I hate Netflix. Why? So much. Why? I, Every fucking show I watch that is a Netflix is this a Netflix original? No, it's a BBC. BBC. Oh, well, maybe it's fine. It's like a it's like classic like British comedy. You gotta admit like, Netflix originals are like goddamn worst writing in the world. Some hate, of them are I, pretty bad. I fucking hated Bird Box. That was yeah. It's fucking didn't even watch it. Horrible. Don't watch it. I wasn't going to. I don't even fucking understand how that was made. I mean, like, yes, it's based off of the book, and I'm sure the book is a million times better. But like I just what? <laughs> I couldn't get through Bird Box. I have a problem with TV. Like I just I can't binge a season. I like the idea of two hours. One you know, yeah. the movie's two hours. Give me that. Done. That's very conventional. I like that. Yeah, I'm conventional. Well, that was that the big problem with Netflix's Marvel stuff is they're essentially thirteen hour movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I enjoy yeah. Jessica was it Jessica Jones. Yeah, Jessica Jones. Yeah, I watched the first season. I'm like, yeah, I like the character, but I mean she's who's a stretch to like just stick with it right they're just like we're just gonna throw filler bullshit in just to try to keep this 13 episodes in the back of my mind i'm watching those episodes i'm like i could be doing something so much more productive with my time you guys watching anything that's good i'm always asking people i Uh, feel like no one watches the same shit anymore i was watching crashing until hbo canceled it wait what crashing i don't know what that is crashing crashing spell that See, oh, crashing! Yeah, I thought cra- you said crashing, like a crashing, like bro, cracking with a yeah. <laughs> no, no, okay. crashing. I'm also on a lot of Dayquil. FYI, <laughs> it's starting to kick in. <laughs> He's having a lot of Dayquil. I've been drinking already. All right, <laughs> I'm just. I need to catch up. Crashing. What? I I have HBO. I don't know what that is. So it was a pretty realistic show about New York <clears throat> comics, starring Pete Holmes. Uh, I don't want to see that, but you can talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. Who, uh, should I know who Pete Holmes is? I'm He's back. a fairly famous comic, but uh, it starts off with semi-autobiographical where his wife is cheating on him and he ends up moving to New York to full-time pursue comedy and he's crashing on famous comedians' couches. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. That's cool. Okay. And it went three seasons and then HBO didn't renew it. Hmm. I'm not watching any. I'm like uh, I, the next thing I want to watch is the the new Jordan Peele, you know, Us. I've I heard good things. It. You saw it, man. I didn't. Don't I, don't ruin it for me. I, I won't talk too much. Well, about actually, it. the only thing I, I was asked. really not. Yeah, that I, saw, I saw that. I saw that reaction. Okay, wait. All I want to know is, does he actually do something innovative and new with the doppelganger idea, or is it something that we expect? I don't think it's something you expect, but in my opinion, it's a little bit silly, and I just. I mean, here's the thing, though. I think I went in with pretty high expectations. Mm, And for, like, a fucking, like, run-of-the-mill horror movie, I don't think it's that bad. It's definitely stylized. Like, it's made well. But 
But the thing is that Jordan Peele has been hyped as like yeah, the yeah. next fucking Alfred Hitchcock for the past year because everyone loved Get Out. And I think it's probably put a lot like way too... I, I came out of it and I was like, well, that was okay. <laughs> but it's also kind of like... Eh. And I don't know. You might have a different reaction. My girlfriend liked it, but like all, all our other friends thought it kind of... Well, I'm just me. like... I'm always obsessed with like <clears throat> narrative structure and how you like create take that idea that like premise and you like layer it throughout however many acts you know five acts three acts whatever so like naturally i'm wondering what he's going to do with the the doppelganger family thing because that's been done to death sure um i want to talk to you when when you see it yeah i guess we can't have that conversation right now you haven't seen it in in, in new york city it's hard to get like get to a showing it's all like sold out right now really yeah wow wow it it was playing at pasadena arc light literally every 30 minutes yesterday that's no not when did i see it not yesterday day before what day is it it's (laughs) i saw it it's monday i saw it saturday okay is it monday it is monday it's wednesday i'm just gonna fuck with chris just tell Uh, him random days about the show well then i'm i should be at work i'm probably fine i shouldn't even be in la anymore i should be in portland okay well you know (laughs) (laughs) like we're out and that's okay did any of you see the gaspar no movie yes i did what do you think are you a fan of him? I am, and I'm not anymore. I think the best part of that movie, not to spoil it, is before he does his thing. You know, like the first ten minutes, wonderful. Yeah, the the, you know, what we're talking about right, the cl- climax. Did you see oh, climax? I have not seen it. Um, so we're just gonna put a spoilers. All right. Even if spoilers don't actually do happen, you, we're just gonna say spoilers. Do right you like now. Gaspar? No. Do you see like Irreversible or? I liked Enter the Void. Enter the Void is fucking great. Right? And I liked what else did you? What I was the one I did that? not like love. He, the first movie is the one. It's like it's super like racist and shit, but it's kind of heavy. And I stand alone. I stand alone. Yeah. I didn't like that one. I didn't like Irre- Irreversible. It's just like what I mean. Like stylistically, it was kind of interesting, but like the <clears throat> I have trouble saying I like it given the seventeen to eighteen minute nonstop like rape scene. I. At the age that I saw that, it was it was a <laughs> left an impression. Oh, I, I'll still stand by it. Uh, it fine, I mean, it's totally totally cool. Uh, but Enter the Void is where he got it, right? I think. And then Love was boring as fuck. I didn't I, watch it. I couldn't even finish it. I, I remember hearing it was like three or, three or four hours long. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit through something that's like I know it's just gonna be like it's porn, bad porn, over stylized. And I bad. I watched it at home, and about an hour and a half through, I, I just started jerking off. <laughs> And because it's like you're watching a porn and it's like nice lighting basically but then it's like it's bad sex though right i don't know it i mean they're hot i guess like everyone in the movie is attractive so like these these movies had like actual sex during the filming of them if i remember correctly it, it right? did that one did yeah. right yeah it's, it's real hardcore yeah. like one of my friends like uh, tried out for it do you know chad yeah of course yeah, he chad. didn't get he didn't get it obviously but um the movie is like from a narrative point of view is like his tamest film and so but like the selling point is it's real sex sex, but but if you work in porn you realize like real sex is boring as fuck unless you're aroused so to see that 100 percent to see that in a theater or at home it's like it's like watching sports if you don't care about sports yeah like who the fuck wants to watch someone kick a ball around a field for two hours unless you like know the ins and outs of what's going on same as like who the fuck wants to watch someone have sex or anything so monotonous it's like 
Would you want to watch someone eating a cheeseburger for two hours? Dude, some people no. do. There's like that thing that like no. people like eat on camera and you just like watch. Oh yeah, people are what do you totally. Call that again? I forgot uh, what you call it, but like you got the computer in front of you. We should look this up. But there's like a, it's a whole really? phenomenon. Yeah, uh, it's like, like speeders so, or some it's shit. It's like more so like in I know like there's a lot of Japanese like cam people that like just like have huge spreads of food and they and just, just eat. eat it. Yeah, and, and people money. are just like yeah, it's like think like Twitch, right? Uh, but oh, like yeah. for food. Okay. Yeah, dude, I'd love to have someone just like uh, people pay me like do it a lot to well, like eat food or like play video games or something. I like just that. googled watching people eat fetish. The first article is a HuffPo article where a woman makes nine thousand dollars a month eating in front of a webcam. Yep, there you go. I'm living life wrong. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. You don't even have fuck, to jerk off, man. Fuck this podcast yeah, bullshit. End it now. Start. Let's, yeah. let's, let's I have some food. Four and... cameras. <laughs> you people can just watch me gorge myself. I would no more having to book guests. I am hungry. We should Nine food. Nine K a month eating food. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Why aren't we doing this? How do you? I don't know. I don't know. She's a very attractive South Korean woman. It it is it is primarily yeah like it's, it's a all, Korean and, yeah. and and Japanese thing yeah that's um, probably not. it's like an ASMR kind of thing I think for like people that really are into it it's like also like unboxing videos and stuff like that on YouTube like right. there's this like cross section of people that really relax they, they 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 need to relax that stuff it like some it clicks something in their in their brain clicks and then just allows them to relax no one's gonna relax watching me eat so <laughs> it's you, a very stressful situation with this sort of like cross section like these I mean. Anytime something like this gets brought up to me, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it's something that like porn maybe 50 years ago, like people keep to themselves. They're like, who are these people? Do you know anyone who admits to doing this, or is it like a, a shame thing that no. there's just like it's like your next door neighbor, but they won't tell you that they just sit there watching this girl eat. What is I just, that? I just heard that like, notifications gonna okay. have the web browser open. Okay. Well, I think like um, I'm sure there are a lot of Americans that like it, but they, yeah, it's closeted. I'm sure. But in in like Korea and Japan, people talk about it. It's a thing. Why well, in Japan people closeted? sell? I don't. I, what is the shame? Or there's like? something cultural. I'm sure. I mean, like I don't know, but I know for a fact that like it's it's a, such a niche thing here that anyone who's really devout into it probably is like part of like a, a community that. Chris, only, people yeah. have problems talking about like their normal like quote vanilla sexuality. Yeah, there's still problems with that. Like people like can't even talk about their own sex life. But I like live. That. I know. I live in this bubble. I'm. I live in the fucking the opposite of that where I was like around like I'm sex positive and like yeah. I'm into BDSM and I'm just like shut the fuck up. I literally don't want to hear about you having sex anymore. Like, and we just talk about, about like it. the weather. Right. Cool story, bro. You got laid. Let's yeah, move on. Like, Tell me, I, do I have to fucking wear a jacket today? <laughs> yeah, like I I literally so I I get that, but also I I understand I live in LA around people who are like I watch porn and then and then like I would like to talk to the people who are afraid to talk about like having missionary sex because they're, they're afraid really, to that's admit that they have an erection. Yeah, because like someday we're just like we're gonna get all that we need from like some sort of technology device, and we won't ever have to leave our rooms. Sounds ever again. great. Sounds. <laughs> I mean, I don't. But there's know. like what, what was it? Black. It was a. It was a Black Mirror episode. <clears throat> that one. Do you remember that episode where it was like they would go on treadmills and they like bike for a certain amount of time and they had like they're like earn credits or whatever and then they would spend it on essentially watching different yeah, things. Yeah, I do remember that. It's kind of I mean, I'm not saying the future's that, but there's an element of it for sure. What are you into? What do, do you have some weird thing that you're at home? I like food. You that like, food shit. No. You, you? I, I, oh, not okay. really, but I've watched it. Um Have you jerked off to it though? Not yet, maybe. Do you think, do you think that's the point though? 
What to, to jerk, jerk off? It, it, it's, it's Isn't a, everything? Well, it's a different kind of release. I don't think it's a sexual release. Yeah. I think it's more of like a. It's it's like ASMR stuff. Like it like clicks something in your brain clicks and it allows you to like release those endorphins in a way. Like sure. the same people that are like breaking soap up and all that shit. What? Oh, the like the. Okay, this is something I don't even fucking Matt. know about. <laughs> Matt, is this what you're into? <laughs> breaking. <laughs> I would I would love for one of you to be like, yeah, I love watching. People break so. I'm trying to think of like the weirdest thing that I'm like into, like that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, like I've watched all all kinds of porn and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, in terms of, like weird fetish stuff, like the, I've watched the food stuff. I, I dig AS, ASMR, ASMR. It works for me. Like I know for some people it doesn't. So what what do you do with it? You okay, so there, it's like it's yeah. like a an hour, okay. at least an hour long. Yeah, it's like the person talking like this. Right. Like, I'm just gonna go ahead and open this uh this book here. Oh, so it I has this nice texture. It it's like that kind of soothing. But you listen to that for an hour? I've done that, yeah. Um, and, and, and what does it do for you? For me, yeah. it's, it relaxes me the way like meditation relaxes you. Um, okay, I can see that. Yeah, um, but it's, it's the opposite of like sexual. I mean, you, you, it might be sounding sexual because of the voice kind of thing. But really, and the person may be yeah. attractive in that regard, but like it's usually not sexual. What, what have we what? seen? Why? Oh, oh, there's like that reminds me of um that reminds me of like like uh, those videos where they zoom in on like pimples and and like blackheads and oh, stuff I like can't that, deal with and that. they like pop it intentionally. Doctor Zip Popper. That that type of shit is my like, <laughs> makes me so fucking gross. Now. Yeah, there's like the whole thing. There's another thing right there. Like people get off. We're in watching their way. P- people pick up crumbled. So I don't really understand what's happening here. But is that that's glass? Not soap. Uh, pieces of soap yeah to me that's not the same as picking your zits that's worse i I, i'm not into that watching like someone like literally squeeze Uh, up a blackhead just you saying that like (laughs) fucking gives me a visceral reaction yeah for the listeners chris was very visibly uncomfortable there it was pretty bad Uh, yeah but this thing with the soap i get i don't get it i don't get it either you know, I'm just real. I, I'm finding out as I get right. older that I'm just real basic. I think. Oh yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Like, Matt, what kind of porn are you into? Well, pretty much what Brazzers produces. I'm. I like big tits and pretty vanilla porn. Isn't that like the biggest uh, studio right now? Brazzers. Brazzers. Well, they're owned by the same company that owns Pornhub, so all the traffic goes uh, there. It, yeah. I don't know if that's really what people are watching, but it's it's ranked high because it's the same company. Um, it's the same company. And we're back. I'm not. The day I'm not used... really into that kind of stuff. Like it just seems like yeah. very like boring. I just like buttholes mostly. So anything <laughs> that's like about that, like it doesn't really matter. Like if it's it like boy or girl, it's just kind of like. Were you ever butthole. into like hentai or anything like that? Uh, you know, not not a whole lot though. Interestingly enough, like I don't really. I don't really consume porn the same way anymore because of I think it's just because of the past five years me working on in post right. and production so much. It like burned you out. It burned me out yeah. like hardcore. Like yeah. I hate it at this point. But occasionally because I'll do like content management for some people, I'll be on Pornhub just uploading their shit and in the meantime like stumble across I kind of like these CG porns. I'm a the, little bit into int- it. So, yeah. so the reason I bring up hentai is because I like. I'm just interested in like just the the way the fact that someone drew this lot, like frame for frame, right? And it gets so fucking absurd and like a parody of itself. Like especially <laughs> when it get like tentacles and huge like out like disproportionate dicks and shit like that start coming in. I'm like, 
whoa. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying I'm into it. I'm just like, I'm, I'm fascinated. By well, it. you know, that's sort of in response to the Japanese government's handling of porn, right? Sure. The, is it no, the pixelation stuff? Yeah. Cause oh, yeah, because they yeah. still pixelate it. They right? still pixelate genitals. Why? Because it's illegal to show it. Wow. Still in Japan? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, but I believe you. I see the pixelation. So. Yeah, they still pixelate you know, the genitals in Japanese porn. So hentai was the answer mm-hmm. to that. Hmm. So, yeah. It makes I, sense. Makes sense. I've heard so many girls like that, too. And I wonder what that is, like the gendered thing. About what, hentai? Hentai. Or? A lot of my female friends like are all about hentai. I think it's just because, like, porn. it you kind of there's like a, a subconscious element of it where like you're wa- you know you're watching something that's completely fake but it's also su- extreme fantasy okay and like anything can really happen in that stuff like they like it gets really dark and like yeah, like violent in some cases like, but it also gets really seductive and all this other oh, okay. crazy stuff i think it's just that it's like i think there's a similarity to people that are really devoutly into like animated stuff too like the idea that like that that humans have made this like visualized piece of art kind of thing okay i'm not saying i mean like maybe hentai is i don't know i mean i don't know but like in terms of art like yeah, i don't know but um but it's like definitely a fascination for a lot of people it's a fantasy um i think that the interest to me kind of from a visual point of view of the like cg stuff is how it's like uncanny valley though yeah it's but it's, it's so that every i don't know it is weird i don't know <laughs> that if have i jerked off to it i probably because why not but it's there why not but it's like this it is definitely uncanny valley but it's yeah. that kind of smoothness that doesn't exist in have you reality. tried the games like the, the no they're like they're like browser game kind of things they're like you use the cg stuff and you can just yeah. like you know you click little buttons like all right you're gonna do this position and like the dick you just guide the dick in how does it work uh, i mean the ones that i've tried yeah you can kind of like you can you can do it automatic like speed like whatever okay um but you can also like you know use the keyboard and like the mouse and like do whatever so you it's, can you know basically play this pussy like it's starcraft just yeah sh- yeah and like do you the, do the, this, least, the, no I'm, the uh, the thing the whatever it was that i played like was like a, a re- it's like second life like you know like that level yeah. of graphic fidelity was like it didn't even look <laughs> like i was like these are polygons being like moved in in different ways okay whatever i don't know sure but i of course i was like intrigued as i tried it out whatever yeah um it's it's hilarious to me i'm just always interested because a lot of people in porn in the past few years have talked about like how we're going to move into this like whole vr thing but i don't feel like the money is there to facilitate it really because the best vr stuff is all cg right but like where is this money coming from because now the way that porn works there is money but for like performers to put up their clips not to hire like an animator right or is there I don't because I I can't do VR. It gives me a fuck. It, yeah. it makes me seasick. Well, let's talk about VR in general. Like I do, I feel like people are trying so hard to get there with VR across the board, like VR films and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm not on board with that. I, I think me it neither. like I think it kind of it, it messes my head halfway through. I wear glasses, so I have to put glasses on top of my glasses. Oh, um, so how does do you see it the same? Yeah, way? you see it the same. Okay. But it's very uncomfortable. Right, yeah. it just kind of pushes against your yeah, face. Yeah, so you do the same thing. Yeah. It's just like oh, this sucks. <laughs> uh, and then I get to sit there for two and a half hours of like just just like obvious just overproduced like cg stuff that's popping at you and whatever um, well it's kind of like don't... how 3d films started out like the modern era of 3d films were super gimmicky yeah. to make use of the technology yeah but have but it's kind of we're kind of i feel like less of those movies are coming out right now than yeah. were like a few years ago it's because right? it's not taking off i don't yeah. think i don't <laughs> think vr is the future 
I don't think it is either. I don't know why people keep on fucking trying. Have you seen any of it that you're like, this was awesome? Nope. No, okay. Never. Someone, what about you, yeah. Matt? You have no. a lot of movies. Like You're big, big on movies. So like, have you seen a single movie that's actually made good use of VR? No, not at all. There you go. And especially on the VR porn front, how does it even work? How many cameras are there? Like, well, so there's do you have like, like, do you have like, there's like a like three sixty, there's like a three sixty <laughs> camera. Yeah, it's just okay. one. Right. And like the dude cannot move. Yeah, that's fun. I've I've never been on set for one. I hear a lot because I have friends who still perform and they talk about it. So it how do you? Horrible. Well, you so I don't even know how that. You pretty much the girl. The girl pretty much steps into frame and then steps out of frame and. But there's still the problem because on all VR that you actually shoot, you could only get so close to the subject. The only way to get rid of that is through is through actually like CG stuff, right? Which is my point that the only way to get like a fully immersive mm-hmm. anything in VR is to animate it. Yeah. But I don't feel like the money is ever going to be there with porn because we've passed we've passed the brink of people like any substantial amount of people really wanting to pay for porn. Um, it's now just like a McDonald's type of consumption. The, the, the subscription model thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it exists still. Like, yeah. obviously, because I'm making however much money per month on 500 to 800. Yeah. But you that's, that really, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's solid, I think. But that's not. I mean, I'm sure, like, if you have to compare it or, like, compare it to, like, some scale. But let me just make the point that when I was in college, yeah. people who had subscription sites were making, like, $30,000 a month. That is a massive difference. Well, that doesn't happen but how many anymore, of those right? were dudes? Fucking, if you were gay, if you're doing stuff. Well, on the gay like side it, of the house, yeah. sure. Yeah. So, or if you yeah. and your girlfriend or whatever. The thing is, like, I don't know. That's a whole fucking thing why I didn't run down that a little bit more. But now, I don't know. I wish I had taken more advantage of that at the time, honestly. Hmm. I just, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, think. I also wish I had bought cri- cryptocurrency when it was dirt cheap. Yeah. Eh, can't go yeah. back in time, sadly. So, Damn it! Yeah, so, that's like it's like in the shitter too, right? Um, yeah, I know my portfolio hasn't bounced back, right? My portfolio looks like hot garbage. Mm, so hot. Bitcoin's done or what? What's the, no, it's not going. It's not going to be done, but it. <laughs> like, I still you just don't get it. This conversation is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm down to go. I have a little bit of Bitcoin. It's have, yeah, also garbage. Yeah. So like, isn't it like okay? What I never got about Bitcoin is like it's always like. One coin was like at its height, like a thousand or more. Twenty thousand at one yeah, point. Yeah, but like it gets, you get, you're trading like little increments of a single coin for right, most of it. Like right. you, it's not like oh here's twenty dollars, you know. It's like here's like yeah, like but if you zero, go to zero two blank. When I was in coin. Brazil or when I was in Colombia, I've never been to Brazil. When I was in Colombia in September, it's like twenty thousand pesos to a dollar. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, same okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my yeah. my Jesus my, Christ, BTC is mine. It's oh, just like, too. excuse me, guys, I have to go commit suicide real quick. BTC is down to under four thousand a coin. BTC, really? <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna open up. Let's see. So I had um. Let me open up my checking account while you guys do my Coinbase <laughs> account and see how much. So I had it once a bunch, like I don't know, more like eight eight hundred dollars invested in this. Then it went. And then I took a bunch out and I put in four hundred. So I'm at about half of what I invested. I only have like two hundred and ten dollars now. And I don't want to even know what my portfolio is looking like because I started getting into altcoins at one point. Oh, you're fucked. Eh. Yeah, people were really into this la- even last year. What was the other thing? It was like Hyperion or like Ethereum. 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 Yeah. Were you into that? Oh no, I saw some Ethereum. I saw some Ethereum. I have fucking Tron. What the hell? I don't know. Well, what I know that what is. Tron is like in terms of an IP. <laughs> 
This is the dorkiest conversation. Right. Well, we went from porn to yeah, all of it. We're not. Yeah, never mind. It it wasn't dorky at one point. Now it's so we're going. We're going up. We're going uphill from porn to Bitcoin. I don't know. We'll find where we go next. We went from like (laughs) authors to gaming to porn to cryptocurrency. I mean, we're hitting all the nerd buttons. We had like the niche like thing for a little bit, like crushing soap and ASMR. Yeah, I mean, all we gotta do is talk about comic books now, and we we uh, hit everything, and maybe Magic the Gathering. I I liked. Okay, fine. Let's talk about that shit. I I didn't really collect it, but I liked the fucking artwork. That uh, was my thing with like the trading card stuff, like even like the Marvel cards back in the day. I only like I liked it for the artwork. I didn't really like it for the uh, like I whatever playing the game. It. Yeah, it looked. I could have. I don't know. I kind of agree with you. I liked. From what I've seen, I like the artwork. I just never got into it. Yeah. I was briefly into comics what? at a very young age, but I don't know anything about them. I mean, I wasn't seriously suggesting we tangent onto those, but you, you know, mentioned I'm, it. We're going. All right, oh. You pick your topic. We can't keep yeah. talking about Bitcoin, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it'll I got, depress I, me. I, I'll I have nothing my wrist to contribute for that. I have no Bitcoin. I don't get Bitcoin. Well, what it boils down to is all currency is an illusion. This is just an illusion not backed by a government. <laughs> All right, so we're going conspiracy theory. Let's, let's go on the <laughs> no, it's not conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Like, we could pivot that way next. Just saying. It's so not a conspiracy like... theory. <laughs> no, it's for, I know, I know. Well, seriously. No, all, I know. All money is just... <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's fucking paper with little, like, it's printed paper that's been passed down. And then... We agree that that person all is worth taxes more. are theft, Matt Slayer. <laughs> Let's get on the, like, libertarian I'm not getting on libertarian pod. bullshit. Okay. <laughs> I believe in social services, and I have no problems giving my illusionary money to them to pay for it. All right. Yeah. yeah. All taxation is theft. I am not some crazy libertarian. I mean, never trust your own eyes. Apparently, there's this like poster (laughs) behind us. (laughs) That's the roommates. Okay. I don't know. I've been looking at that like the whole time, basically, between Chris and that, and then you occasionally. It's between both of you, so I'm like pivoting back and forth. (laughs) You have like a shepherd fairy print (laughs) fucking framed in your eyes. Once again, this okay. is all the roommates. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. The movie posters are all me. Yeah, and there's some good ones. Man Bites Dog, good fucking movie. I like that movie. You'd be amazed how many people come in here and have no idea that movie exists. Oh, well, fuck them. Who cares? Shit. It's a funny movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. And they're horrible human beings for not knowing about it. I haven't heard about it. I haven't, no one's name dropped that movie in a long time. And like, I, I think on my end, like I don't hear people talking about that one. I don't know. When was the first time you saw that movie? I was probably like 25, 26, something like that. I don't know. Oh, like you saw it recently, like fairly recently. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I saw that shit on VHS in high school. How old are you? I'm 38. Okay. I'm old. Yeah. I mean, I feel old. Well, like, so. what's old's like what? Like, like 26. <laughs> 26. 27. Though. You could rent. You can rent a fucking car. You're old. Ah, uh, so what is that? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, you I hear, mean, you I... hear you hear about how the twenty seven club is now like accelerated to the twenty one club. The meaning, like when all you the, can like, kill yourself and be all, cool. All like the yeah, basically all the musicians are like dying like age twenty. Oh yeah, like fucking Peep. Who else did it? Are you a fan of Lil Peep? I'm a fuck fan. yeah. I man. fucking love Lil Peep. I was actually look. He has this uh, jacket that like he it was like a one of a kind jacket. His style is fucking awesome. Yeah, um, I agree. I saw on Etsy that someone's been repurposing and making those. It's three hundred dollars, but I'm like, 
I can't. Are you gonna pay for it? I'm not. I'm pay, not. No. No, but I've been staring at it. like this morning. I stared at it for like a good three to five to ten minutes. Uh, I maybe. would do that. Yeah. My girlfriend. Um. Yeah. He, he died at twenty-one, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. She met him like a couple of weeks prior. Cause ah, shit. I was very jealous. Now I'm even more jealous. But um, he's he. he You're jealous that he died at twenty-one? No, I mean, yes, apparently, sort of. <laughs> I mean, in like an ethereal way, yes, but not. No, I mean that she met little peep. Like, you know, as as I get older and older, and all of the stuff that I was into as a teenager gets basically like it's like like classic rock. Like, what was that Rolling Stone article he posted? Death metal there was is a, classic rock. Literally, yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, so it's official. Death metal is classic rock. Yeah, but it's it's fucking funny now because we're seeing all of like the abrasive, like the tra- transgressive, and like power violence and all this stuff. Yeah. becoming like whatever it, oh, it, totally it, it's like now like emo rap and all those variations rap is like taken over like it's not even rap anymore it's just whatever it is it's just yeah. hip-hop it's it's just, even not even that it's no, like it's whatever it's, it is but like the it's peep like, stuff yeah that's that a transferred or, or like the one that i got into kind of ironically and then actually really liked is like ghost main ghost main's good because he actually he, it, you know it's called it's called trap metal that's what it's called now yeah uh have you heard of scar lord no and i'm no. still my mind is blown by trap metal but i got yeah. so I so went it's to, wait, wait sorry Star- no, like, it, yeah it, it's literally thing. like remember rage against the machine and yeah. all that stuff was like rap metal rap yeah core. it was rap core so mm-hmm. it started on the metal side right like it was basically musicians that are already playing metal they incorporated the rap now what we're seeing in in modern day 2019 is the opposite we're seeing people that grew up with like manson and, and all this other stuff taking what they can't actually re- do like they can't play the guitars that way right. they don't distort it they, they use samples but they're innovating using those samples and they're screaming over it and they're doing variations of vocal technique and there's this guy named scar lord it's spelled it's a one word all lowercase scar l x r d maybe i have heard this anyway, i mean that's interesting he's like I, I liked a couple of his songs like the one that really popped is called heart attack and like i think like on youtube it's like almost a billion plays maybe wow. but um <laughs> he's british yeah he used to be a YouTube, uh, but like, the but the thing like dude. with Ghostman and all of the I don't know I'm not Ghostman's good I like, I, Ghostman. I like it and I had but I have this I had so much fun at that show my girlfriend got us in because she was doing an art I remember show I, thought I, was, I thought I thought I saw yeah. like some stories that but from the show but then do you I have went, a shirt do you have a shirt I do yeah I do <laughs> it's, it's got the death metal script and stuff yeah. yeah but then I went and saw fucking like Behemoth and yeah some older metal bands what was it you had mentioned. I saw like Cannibal Corpse. I don't no, know. it wasn't Cannibal Corpse. It was whatever. But like real fucking metal bit, and it was like boring. It's kind of boring. Yeah, I gotta say, it was like all forty-five-year-old dudes, like, like slowly headbanging and chugging. Yeah, it's yeah. just like uh, I was stuck like halfway back in this huge auditorium, and I was like, I just want to see Ghostbane, even though Ghostbane is basically like Limp yeah. Biscuit and Nine Inch Nails. Uh, it's it's it, yeah it, yeah. I mean like it is the thing. The problem is like. <laughs> the metalhead people are not innovating anymore like they're kind of stuck in a rut yeah um some and- are some still are i saw mayhem like a year ago was Re- it they're still they're though? still yeah playing? they put an amazing show on what? i just don't believe you but i that's need to watch cool. that documentary that they put out on netflix you know you and uh, chad went and saw the documentary right no we saw the the movie that the, uh, the vice put out it's yeah. lords it's, of chaos, lords of the, chaos. The, it sorry. is hilarious and pretty bad but also what's his name uh rory colkin I mean, I guess I I assume both of you are straight. It's but like he's so fucking hot in the movie. But like he is, but he's not actually hot. In the movie. But like that's the only good. But even like if you're 
get your sexuality out of the way like he's he's had such a charisma about him it's the only appealing thing about the movie he's got more charisma than macaulay for sure. oh yeah i agree and it's sort of like i haven't seen a kind of like million dollar plus movie about black metal culture and even how yeah. stupid it is it's just kind of nice to see like an attractive boy wear that stuff it mm-hmm. just got me thinking about like stuff in the future that i want to do because yeah. because all subculture is like really made up of like nerdy fucking like adolescence yeah. so we only get like these movies maybe 10 to 20 years after the subculture begins you know like punk rock like everyone <laughs> grew out of it and then they became studio executives and like be were able to make like a movie about it. It's like it. SLC punk basically. Yeah. That whole narrative <clears throat> where like, you know, we're punks, but then they grew up and like he's like literally a banker now or some shit. <laughs> but like that's the only time you get a movie made about something. Yeah. And, um, and so that was kind of interesting in a way because finally you have like a celebrity playing that role. And I like that. Because I like I still like to see like an a- attractive person, not like the fucking like pimply face kid who really likes black metal right it's like that i don't know yeah the guy's like i would really like to get laid and leave my basement but no no <clears throat> i mean it, it it i mean i was that kid so it like literally well, sure. has made it's mainstream culture now so yeah. i mean like that's you know something had an effect when it gets to that level like the same way like hardcore punk back in the day um like bad brains and shit like that uh there are so many documentaries and people oh, are still sure. people are still fucking fascinated about that shit. And there are a lot of black flag shirts shirts in the movie Us, by the way. So Really? Why? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm guessing Did Henry Rollins is he like executive producer of this thing or something? I don't know. That wouldn't strike me as something Rollins would do. I know. But don't you think that like yeah. for people thirty and up, like Black Flag is now like the Beatles or something? There's like no one who hasn't heard of Black Flag. It's true. Yeah, but there's so many people that have heard of Black Flag have probably never actually heard Black Flag's music. But it doesn't matter really. Like like when you're talking about like Mayhem or something, the fact that you can go to the mall and just like go to the skate shop and there's like a Mayhem shirt, it doesn't... Or like the, I go out in Los Angeles to any fucking like sort of alt show and there are like a bunch of Mexican kids in Burzum shirts. It doesn't matter that like fucking varg is like a super white supremacist it's just a part of culture now that like yeah yeah it's very much so the same thing happens to like <clears throat> gangs like gang culture like like uh, you see like people like taking it into conventional pop culture like i mean not ms13 stuff like that you see people talking about and like utilizing elements of it in some kind of like saleable form right right consumable form it's fucking fast it's a, such a good sociological uh, uh topic it's like fucking great to see how that that just like the episteme kind of like splinters out well, because you want to be a rebel. Everyone wants to. Everyone wants how to be you, unique. How and do you unique. do that now? Good point. <laughs> you become Scar Lord, and you have your one-hit wonder, and then that like pops, and then whatever happens next, it's just like it's a constant revolving door of like trying to innovate and trying to like be the first to do something. It's just sending his fucking Twitter with like hot takes, right? Like, <laughs> I got I got a hot take for you, and then like that goes viral, and that lasts an hour if you're lucky, and then what's yeah. next? Yeah, it's not 15 minutes of fame anymore. It's like 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's fucking true. I once had a girl ask, actually ask me for a hot take via like a dating app. Like her opener on Bumble was, let me get a hot take about, no, I think what? feminism was the one of the topics. And I went, don't. What is, you're just like. <laughs> my exact what, what response. Your, yeah, what was your response? My exact response was, um, I'll just pull it off. Do it. I, you have your hot take on feminism? <laughs> 
Oh yeah. This we're about to get fucking canceled right now. <laughs> for being on your for, podcast. For the record, it's Matt that's about. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> right. This only reflects me and this me is alone. Matt's opinion only. Yeah, it's not. It's not Chris's. It's not mine. It doesn't even reflect the show, which is just me these days. But. <laughs> <laughs> so <I'm> like, <laughs> all right, all right. I like how we vote. We all just. Did you notice when he reached so, for his phone, we all reached yes, for our phone? Yeah. So she That's opened fucking with a problem. That's a problem hot right take there. on the Great British Baking Show: feminism or leggings as pants? And you chose feminism, yeah, because you didn't want to go on a date. What Pretty much. You? Okay. <laughs> My response was, feminism doesn't go far enough. Women shouldn't rest until men are reduced to chattel slavery for opening jars and placing things on high shelves. My answer is, what did she say? She didn't respond. There you go. I guess so. Hey. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm just saying that's that was the answer to that. She didn't, she didn't respond. She didn't respond. But great, the Great British Cooking Show could have had a great hot take. I've never actually watched it, so I didn't have anything good to say or I, bad to say. I've seen it one episode. I should watch more. I just don't watch a lot of TV these days. This is kind of TV is kind of like Netflix. I thought it was Netflix. fucking funny that I said we should be reduced to chattel slavery. Yeah, Apparently, she didn't. But was it's that Twitter feed that's that that guy that basically acts like he's like a feminist whatever he's oh, like we should have a feminist caliphate i mean there's all this shit going. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a parody account but they probably it, is because there's always is. a parody account of it it. like there's like the there's a parody account for everything yeah a guy in your mfa <laughs> i mean for fuck's sake Devin nunes has a cow parody account uh, what i don't know what that is i don't know like uh, apparently he's a some sort of dairy farm you're so like, you're like his okay, cow like, has a parody like, account. his cow has more followers than he does at this I'm point just, i'm gonna just read michael's um fucking serious what time is book. it anyway oh yeah uh, 5 30. oh shit we probably gotta go soon how What's, far away is this thing how, how long no we can we can go for a little longer well we need i don't know i always in la i say leave an hour to get there because we're literally leaving here in where you in guys rush going? hour traffic Stories, just echo park. echo park oh you'll be fine but i kind of want to eat something yeah before we'll leave it okay so what this thing starts at 7 30 yeah let's go. we're gonna leave here at what time is it it's 5 30 5 30 6 if we can leave yeah well, let's let's wrap this up in 15 minutes so we can leave in six okay clearly we can just keep talking about shit it's not gonna it's gonna keep going yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to pay attention. Is someone paying attention to the time? I'm not the guy of- who wants you to stay longer. I'm on a lot of take, Will. Uh, wait, so, so uh, you said 15 minutes? This is 15 minutes. Well, 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 let's 15 minutes. at least get till 6. <laughs> we, the only thing we can get is like, I'm not eating fast food. No, I, I just like, I'm like drinking. I realize yeah. I'm drinking on without lunch, so that's not going to be. Am I driving you to the event? Do you have a I, Uber, Uber okay. over here? So I don't have, I have a. Car piece of shit pickup truck I, don't you, I can take you because it's only you i i don't have a second seat though are you coming you're not coming you're not gonna go to reading it's boring as remember we talked about readings and how no one likes going to readings but yeah, yeah. Wait, you should go to them. they're awesome though but buy buy the books yeah, michael, buy the books michael wrote this book that is like <laughs> kind of crazy about um this woman who like dates serial killers gets in a bdsm yeah. relationship my pet serial killers, killers. And do you have them. a copy of his book yet? I don't. You're not gonna I mean, read it though. But I'm illiterate. Put it, put it on the shelf. Yeah. Here, get rid of um, get rid of I don't know. Pick one. I can't even uh. Pick, get rid of these books that get rid of the slash fucking. Yeah, get rid of that. Get rid, get rid of slash's biography. biography. You're not gonna read that shit. And then put both of our books there. Both of our books, and then your roommate might be like, "What is this?" Yeah, oh. there you go. And hey. then. 
And you'll be like, I am get, very well read. You can get rid of City on Fire as you, well. You, you literally that. invited two authors to your podcast, and you're like, I don't read books. <laughs> yeah, but I know you have guys have a lot of fucking opinions about a lot of other shit, and yeah. you're very entertaining human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Flattery will get you nowhere, Matt. I already got you on the show. I don't need That's shit true. else from you. Yeah, you, uh, you already got what you wanted, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God damn it. But there's, there's like some some fucking like knife sodomy in this thing i'm gonna read of michael's it's gonna be cool yeah well shit maybe i will come you it's, should it's like really intense well i mean like is the lube idea provided was, huh is lube provided no well you know uh, uh body bodily fluids of some other form yeah. but uh was that an offer of saliva no <clears throat> you know i don't know <laughs> as i totally derailed the whole thing. <laughs> What are we talking about? Uh, I don't even know. Buying books. Buying books. What are you reading? I, I, I'm going to put Matt out of here. I'm always curious what people are reading because there's so few people these days that I Yeah, I, reading I'm reading... Um, I'm going to butcher the title because it's like a sentence long, but it's amazing. It's, okay, so it's called... Uh, it's by an author named um, Andrea Lawler. Okay. Uh, it's coming out, I think, in May on Vintage. It's called Paul Takes the Form of a Mortal Girl. Okay. Um. You it's, recommend this? I recommend this. Okay. I, I started reading it on the plane ride over to LA okay. and I read like 150 pages in one sitting. Um, which is rare for me actually these days because I'm like also burnt out to some degree on like all, constant book stuff. Yeah. I usually read like a chapter or two and that's it. This thing just breezed by. Basic, basic premise is Paul is a shapeshifter. Paul can literally grow breasts, turn into a woman, change form, add muscles to himself, whatever. Yeah. And he's it's like an identity story he's trying to like figure out what it's like to fuck as a girl you know it's he's trying it's all over the place it's all it's amazing interesting it's it's a it's an infectious story it's good so i'm curious because like because you seem to be i don't know at the center of i don't know at the center but you're I'm in not the, you're the midst of like people seem to send you a lot of books right mm -hmm. is that not that's true so but i feel like at a certain point i mean that sounds cool at at the beginning at but, the beginning yeah but at the, a certain point it's like you don't have time to read all these Dude, books it's like okay wait yeah. i look i look back this way because i remember last time i was here at, uh for the first time i was on this podcast i remember matt was like showing me like screen like porn screener like 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 the stuff that you're just getting in the mail yeah it's the same shit no matter what the industry is you get inundated by the content right. so there is a degree of like burnout there's a degree of like i don't have time or interest anymore to look at the stuff didn't i give you a box of porn you gave me a box of porn, and like I think I of DVDs porn. But does I left anyone it. have a DVD player anymore? No, that's I'm, why that's I have why two of them. They like I had I like I had like four or five, I think, like like actual DVDs, and I just left them wherever I was staying at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here, gift. <laughs> hey, yeah. as long as I got regifted. Yeah, so, um, but it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. So you kind of have to fight to like stay interested. Sure. And and it, when, you, when a book like that, like that I just described, like when yeah. Paul takes the form, like that when that comes out. Like when that comes like that that ends up like in your possession and like just like kind of wows you it reminds you why you even fucking read in the first place that's great yeah i just started rereading some stuff that like really inspired me like 10 years ago just to get back like and what so I, I picked up like some old dennis cooper books that dennis like, cooper's great like, yeah he is quite literally you say who's at the center of things he's at the center of all this stuff like he's like still do you think oh I, I will say always because he's got this devout following mm. on dc's you know his, his yeah, blog yeah and people like they they his his opinion and uh taste is like top notch like he, he fucking lauded 
my pet serial killer it got on dennis cooper's best of 2018 by the way yeah yeah, dennis cooper's great like really supportive um he wrote some of the craziest books like the sluts is still like awesome um what have you what have you read my loose thread yeah, I have frisk. all of them. All of they're them. all they're, they're great stuff. Like everybody, anyone listening. So just, I, just, I started rereading Frisk. Frisk is great. I think my favorite is like Marbled Swarm. Actually, really? Yeah, because hundred percent disagree with you. No, you I, know that's why? The worst. worst. You, know, you know why? Because like, I don't like that book. Yeah, that's the only book. And you know, okay, why? Why? Because like well, the way he like was able to subvert language itself. I couldn't, but. Here's the here's I here's the like here's the here's the thing. That here's is the really thing. weird. Okay. No, no, but here's the thing. Here's like it's not something I'd ever read again. It's my favorite of his, but mm-hmm. if you ask me, like, if you, what would you reread of his? I'd probably go with like, yeah, probably like the sluts, the or, sluts. or frisk. You should but, read the sluts. But the it high water, fucked. dude, the high water mark for me was just like what he was able to achieve with, with a marbled swarm. swarm. But also, it, explain that to me, okay? Because well, of all right. the, because of the creating that weird, yeah, like, lang- the like the seductive language that was like you know like manipulative and and all that and like it was. Uh, I don't it's know. So unpleasurable. Tell me, tell me what this is. Like I don't know. I, I'm not so Dennis be able to- Cooper has a very, other than this one book, a very minimalist style. Like yeah, in a very broad. I, you don't read anything. Ritz. No, I actually do read <laughs> some stuff. I like, I like you just gave up. Do you know like what like Joan Didion or anything like? Okay, I don't read that much. What, what are you trying to describe? Is I'm like just trying style? to say like like his style is is this very like minimalist style, but very intense, emotional. It's always about young boys usually being taken advantage yeah. of by like yeah. older gay men and yeah. raped and killed and blah blah blah. And then he wrote one book. It was not like that at all, which is one of my favorites of his called God Jr. But it's still oh, in this I, very, you know very minimal I forgot style. about that one. That's brilliant. I, I, that would, maybe I should reread that one because I haven't read, I've like read it way back when. You know, it's I, actually kind of sentimental. It's like about a father-son story and it's not about rape and pedophilia. Um, and then he wrote The Marbled Swarm, which I think is his most recent novel. It is his most recent novel. It, was, it actually made it on like Harper. Like he was, he was able, it was a <clears> big five book. So like it, it commanded But it him did tear It sold. Oh, it probably didn't sell well, but to, you know what? I don't, I mean like it, it found its audience with like people like me at the time. Like I, I'm a, I'm a different reader and writer now. Interesting. But that's, but I still think that was a high watermark for me because I was like just so goddamn like baffled and amazed by what he was able to do with it. Interesting. But that's also different, you know, like this is like a good uh, topic to, to discuss in general with anything that we consume because the person you were when you watch or read. Sure. Or whatever, listen to something is different. Even like an hour or two later, like the, for every listen, for every like time you like digest something, it changes for you. Um, and oh. I could not read Marbled Swarm. Now I don't want to. I don't want to taint what my yeah. opinion of it was. That's fair. But like I've reread the Sluts. I've reread Frisk. I have not reread God Junior. I should. Um, but yeah, like it was. It was like this. It was an experimental fiction novel that I think succeeded so well that it became. It's one of those touchstones for like this is how you can like really deconstruct a novel and really write something that's like Hmm. its own entity it's its own beast it's its own thing that has a living breathing like kind of like dementia to it i was not in that headspace while i read it i just i just did not enjoy it when did you read it like was it when it the year it came out okay yeah so so which is not well 2012 or something 2011 i don't know but yeah it's been a while it's It's been been, yeah it's longer than i think um okay well that's whatever i mean we, it's just we don't that have to have the it, same yeah opinion. it's it's like the right. same way different like, opinions fucking happen. it's like it's the same way like someone like watches like a 
What's well, like 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 a like like Donnie Darko and they loved it, but then they can't like, they can't go back. Yeah, because it's as an adult, it's yeah. it's not a good movie. No, it's not. But I liked it when I Me was too. twelve or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you have life experience, and you were like, no, nope, that's not good. Yeah, I watched it when I was a teenager, and I enjoyed it. I've watched it a couple times. You know, like I don't know how many times I've watched it multiple times. Yeah. A movie for me like that is Swingers. When I saw Swingers for the Swingers. first time, that movie was like, oh, LA Life, fucking hilarious. Is that the one with like Vince Vaughn in it? And John Favreau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've never seen that, that movie. That scene where like, they're in the diner and he just loses his shit or whatever. Right, yeah. right. And then once I went through like some serious heartbreak in life and rewatched it and like so associated with Mikey and what he was going through with a bad breakup mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the movie hit me on a completely different level yeah yeah that that's there's the personal connotation too like the thing that happens and that happens with all fucking media yeah it happens with anything we consume like books m- music movies all that shit so. except this this the show is super shallow <laughs> it will never hit yeah. you any deeper than it is right I now. mean he's drinking dayquil I'm drinking whiskey <laughs> you're drinking whiskey yeah we're pretty shallow right now yeah. You were discussing uh, our love of Dennis Cooper novels, though. But Dennis, yeah, no, Dennis. Dennis is legit. Dennis is like one of the best. Like he's super supportive, super talented. He ha- he has this movie that I think hasn't come out here in the U.S. yet. Permanent. Oh, have you uh, seen it? No, I want to desperately, but Perfect. I don't think it, I don't think it's out here yet. But he has a movie that's it's screened here, yeah. and I was at work. I saw the the last one he did with Zach Farley, uh, like Cattle Towards Glow. I never did, unfortunately. I don't know why. I guess it was like. I think I was able to like download it somewhere. Like, yeah, it's not. I it mean, was I, hard to get. I, it, I remember right. it was hard to get. One of the first dates I went on with my current girlfriend um, was to a weird porn theater that hmm. they screened that at the end of like twenty four hours of gay porn. It was a very strange, <laughs> a strange date. But were you there for the twenty four hours of gay porn? That's no, a long, long day. No, <laughs> I mean we watched about like half of a gay porn, yeah. and then we saw that. Yeah. And I have to say though that I mean whoever curated this gay porn event, it was it was actually kind of interesting. It was something from the seventies, I guess, maybe mm. the eighties. Very stylized, not what I was expecting. But, way, but again, I don't really care about porn. Um, I like the glasses. At this point in my life. Other than like the sociological impact, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just like, look. Also, as you were talking, I'm like, I like these the, the design of this glass. By the it's way. Van Gogh. It's very goth. That's Van oh, Gogh. The, yeah. I guess it is it. Yeah, I got them at the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. That's why I a like skeleton it. smoking is a Van Gogh. Yeah, yeah. It's like the most metal thing Van Gogh has ever done. All I right. believe uh, yeah. uh, whatever. Like it's all you know peasantry and farmhouses except for this shit <laughs> i don't know that much about van gogh honestly. believe me i went to the museum it was all peasantry and farmhouses and this <laughs> and you got that I, I'm, I'm with you on there i don't really know too much about van gogh um he had like a lot of ish, mental issues and yeah stuff he like cut that. off his own fucking ear okay there you go i guess that's kind of metal i think he shot himself at one point too so like in the chest did he do the the, the cry or was it the scream was that him no no, no. the scream uh... Okay, just like you know, I I'm I'm not as a, I should be better about like Art. my artist arts. Yeah. yeah. Oh come on! Artists. I had two authors on, and I you know don't really read books. What do you like? What, porn? You movies, like porn? Movies. Movies. Oh, look movies. at look at his look at his. Oh right. Okay. And movies. to be fair, I actually have read something fairly recently. What? Well, so Robert Dean sends me his stuff. To like, Robert Dean's a good guy. Yeah, I like Robert Dean a lot. That's how we know each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's an author friend of mine. Okay. He's like a crime. Crime? 
Yeah, a lot of crime fiction yeah. stuff. Ta- he's based out of Austin. Austin is Austin, he's originally from New Orleans. Yeah. Well, he's originally from Chicago, then New Orleans, then Austin. But he'll send me his stuff to poke holes in his plots. Because mm-hmm. that is one thing I'm actually pretty competent at is be like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's <laughs> dumb. Oh man. So you read his like latest? Uh Hard Roll was the last one he sent me. Okay. Cool. Which I poked a lot of holes in. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That- what was his does, is he receptive to your, your feedback? Sometimes. 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 Just shut up, Matt. <laughs> well, he's sending it to you. He's got to be somewhat open to that. No, no. He, yeah. He, yeah. he appreciates my feedback, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just, fuck off, Matt. Shut up. I mean, that's the way it is with this stuff. Like, I mean, we can, uh, I could say, like, oh, yeah, you know, rejection is part of the game. It is part of the game. But, like, also, you're always going to be affected by it no matter what yeah. it is. It, it might be, like, 10 seconds of, like, just feeling really down, and then you bounce back. Um, or it could be ten days, <laughs> ten well, years. It, some for some people, some people don't write forever again. You know, but it, it's really like, rough when it's someone whose opinion you actually value. Very yeah. much so. Like I don't take stock in like some random person on the internet who. Yeah, Goodreads people, like you know, whatever. The like, Goodreads people can just they can say whatever they want to say. Right. It, like I have no idea what your background is, who you are, or anything. I don't value your opinion. Yeah. Like fuck you. You could be like you're a horrible human being. I might be, but I you don't, don't you, know what you're basing this on. I don't know what your background is, so I'm not going to take any stock in this. But someone I have an interpersonal relationship with, if they're like, that was fucking gross, like, no. <laughs> and then he laughs. <laughs> he laughs at me going, nah. Chris laughs at my depression. I, I see how it what, is. Is this like responses to your podcast? Or what is the thing that you care about the most putting out in the world? Like, well, I mean, this is what I put out regularly. Yeah. Okay. And though I do have an iTunes review that someone said that my voice is the worst thing ever. About the podcast? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you tuning in then? That's a good question. Uh, I forget who said it, but like it was, again, another tweet. But um, it was about these kinds of reviews, these user reviews that happen on different sites, yeah. uh, iTunes, Goodreads. Um, he, like, parodied the review. He's like, hi, I'm a... You know, Goodreads reviewer, I bought your book and I started reading it. And the reason I'm giving it one star is because it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be. And the fact that it's not what I thought it was going to be put me like in a weird place. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to ever actually like, experience anything new. I want it to be exactly what I expected. So that's why one star review. And there's a lot of those kinds of reviews where people are like, I don't, this is not what I expected. One star. And it's true. Like there are a lot of people that just are put in a certain space that they're not, they're not comfortable with. Well, well, and, and, it, and it, could, it could literally be too. It, it, yeah. it's, it doesn't take much. Uh, well, yeah, because it puts just as much effort to put one star as it does five. Yeah, I mean, like with horror and like stuff like that, there's even more of that. There's a reason why you go on IMDb and like most horror movies are like rated six out of ten, even if they're like really like good. Well, most horror movies are really poorly written. That too, but <laughs> the good ones too. I've noticed the good ones still have like those. What's stories. a good one? Uh, Hereditary. Was the best movie, but that year. I think that's still rated pretty well. Um, Get Out, obviously. We was that earlier. a ninety nine on Rotten Tomatoes? Probably a shittily rated movie. Oh, well, I don't sh- know about this fight. Yeah, you put, put me on the spot. I'm not thinking about movies right now. Um, it might not be good anymore, but I used to lo- Cube. Remember, have you ever seen? Oh movies? yeah, I like Cube. Cube. That I has like the worst fucking rating oh, really? on IMDb, but it, it's a masterful. Cube exploration was... of how like you can fucking make something like that with like ten thousand. I forgot how much money he had to like fund it, but it was not a lot. And it was like they had the one room they just kept on changing. Like right. the yeah, it was, 
And it had a lot of cool uh, philosophical, like you know, commentary and stuff. On like IMDb, that. it's seven point three out of ten. That's pretty That's good. Not bad. That's pretty good. And is the it's number six fifty two on the popularity scale. Go Cube. What is uh, yeah? It's like I I always tell myself I'm a huge horror fan, and then I don't typically like a lot of the horror movies. That well, come the out problem given the year. horror genre is a lot of times they use cheap tactics. To get emotional responses out of the audience, and not it's just, good writing. It's like yeah, like like jump scares and also like the exactly tropes, the fucking tropes. But Always I don't, the tropes. I don't even care that much about the writing. Like I want it to like more be like a stylized thing. Like Mandy last year was a great example. Mandy was good. Uh, I like Mandy a lot. Did you guys see Baskin? It maybe came out two years what? ago. I did not. What? How do you spell that? B a s k i n. It was from no. it's some Eastern European country. I have not seen. The the director I think is Can Evrenal or something. So you'd recommend it. Yeah. Okay. I'll check he that. had a new movie come out this year that I don't like. It's called Housewife. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, I don't know. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, I think anyway. I think my point was just like before I got put on the spot about like <laughs> horror movies. Um, are, pe- are people giving you shit reviews for this? They've been good. I haven't checked in a long time. Oh, okay. But there've been good ones, and of course there've been bad ones too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I've, I've the my favorite like bad review is actually on Amazon, and like the title is like rampant silliness, and like the person's like this is just like edgy for the sake of being edgy, and it's just like good and and, and sex and violence, and there's nothing to it. I'm like, thank you, cool, <laughs> all right, <laughs> moving on. You obviously bought the book and read it, so thank you for having that. It's still got a reaction. I mean, like, I don't know. I get this. I get numb to it a little bit. Like, but yes, there's also the solar rejections that hurt. Like as you're How? talking about. I'm just like curious. When did you start writing books with this with the purpose to be published? Twelve books at thirty three um, is a a lot of books. Um, like 2012 maybe. Um, so you've put out multiple books in a year. Yeah, yeah. I used to. I had like a five book contract with a um, now like on hiatus uh, independent press called Lazy Fascist Press. Okay. They put out. They had, a, they had an amazing catalog of authors. They have like Scott McClanahan on there, Sam Pink, oh, really? and all okay. that stuff. They put out um, his his collected uh, short fiction. Pri- that was the one that came out before of Crapalacha. Yeah. Okay. Before Crapalacha, um, and Cameron Pierce. Uh, shout out to him. He's he's been such a good friend and um, great editor. Yeah, he gave me the opportunity to do like five books with him, and like wow. the two of those books, he gave me prompts to. It's the first one, like um, the Laughter of Strangers, was the first one. It was like based on my boxing experiences. We like met at AWP, like way back in. Wait, you boxed? Yeah, let's like. I don't. I put a bookmark there, and then let me just finish the. the okay, um, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to mention that people are always like, um, but we're also running out of time. Yeah. All right, should I try to make this quick and then end it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys got an hour yeah. and a half till show time. We can go a little longer. But we want to get. It's gonna. It's gonna Food. We gotta Aren't you hungry too? I am hungry. I mean, yeah. I we eat. just need we need yeah we need to get All a little right. food. But, but let, let, let's finish. finish. We need content. We don't we don't need yeah. All right. Well, basically, Cameron Pierce gave me one of the best prompts for a novel ever. I have a novel that came out in 20, uh, 2014 called The Fun We've Had. I remember I was like in New York interning at Melville House, which I now work at, um, and I get this like email from him. At like 11 p.m., I think, like towards the end of the night, like you know, like, towards the point where like no one should be contacting me anymore. And then I get this call from him immediately after. He's like, "Check your email," and I checked my email, and it was literally the cover of the book, "Fun We've Had," and it's like this green cascading sea with like these two characters like floating in a coffin. And he's like, "That's your next book," and I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, 
I just saw this in like a dream of mine and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he tasked me with like, you got to figure out what this book is, but this is the next book. And I want it out in May. And that was like November. So like quick, he knew I write fast. So like, he's like, you got to, let's do this. And um, the end result is a book that people still fucking like. Like, People like, I'm getting like, I always get feedback from it. Like it's pretty crazy. Um, Yeah. And with boxing. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I used to box like back when I was like, 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 nine twenty nineteen somewhere around there to like twenty not a little bit before my twenty first birthday um yeah bantam weight I was like a tiny guy I mean I'm a tiny guy anyway yeah you're a small dude yeah um yeah I boxed uh and never like any twelve rounders like you know like almost like small like six to five five to six rounders um uh my record is five and one but the one loss is a bad loss. <laughs> but it got knocked the fuck out. Oh, or? yeah. Like, didn't see that fucking thing coming. Um, and questioning why I even do this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's a longer story, but we also are running out of... God damn it. Like, we're no, just... Leave, just you, leave you wanting just more. Eat, just tweet to Michael... At Michael Seidlinger <laughs> for the boxing story. And a year from now, I'll be like, so the boxing story... <laughs> it's becoming like an annual thing you roll through LA. I drag yeah. you on the show. And then right. I do something. I, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna go to Echo Park. Alright, we're gonna wrap this motherfucker. Right. And then we're, we're gonna, gonna have a short gonna, one. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna read real quick. Stories. Michael, where can we find you on social media? Um, I'm on all three, the big three. Uh Facebook, I'm on Instagram, it's my name on Instagram, and on Twitter it's M J Sidlinger. Just spell out Sidlinger uh-huh. the way it appears on your screen. It's MJ, so I probably fucked that up today. I, yeah, I always, I always uh, just copy it from Instagram and post it on other stuff. So it's wop, dude, wop. cool, cool video though. I like, I love how you did that. It was good because like, uh, plus like we have this badass like trailer video that that, that Chris made with like that slowed down Britney Spears. Yeah, thing. it's by it's like a Salem cover of the Britney Spears yeah, song. It, no, very few people got it. Oh, that's fucking sick. Well, but I love that that the people that do get it is just like, yeah. Whoa. I've just been uh, I've been. Learning After Effects this past After year. Effects is a motherfucker. Yeah, well, <laughs> we we did some cool. Uh, you should see the trailer for our fucking mm-hmm. reading tonight. That's over. we look like some goth as fuck motherfuckers. Yeah. It doesn't. You are like, some goth as mo- It doesn't look. It doesn't look like a literary <laughs> reading at all. It's like, what no. is this about to be like a show? Uh, Chris, where can we find you on social media? Oh man, no one can spell my name. I'm. It's like so the do what I, do what I just did. Look on the screen because they're gonna be on the. They're gonna oh. like see it on the screen. They are. Right. Well, yeah, oh, on their screen? app, on their app, like the fucking the app iTunes, they listen dude. to this. Oh, it's like I'm guessing it's gonna be like you know the next it's episode. It's Chris Zeischeg, and I guess just look at it. It starts yeah. with a Z. It's it's German and hard to spell. And I, I got a German last name too. Yeah, I'm like oh. Filipino and German. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Seidlinger's German. That makes sense. It sounds I'm, German. Yeah, I'm really uncomfortable surrounded by Germans at the moment. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, well, uh, yeah. we were. Hey, we we have a good trade now. Germany and uh, Israel, it's doing well. <laughs> yeah, you buy all of our fucking motors. It's well, true. they're they're very efficient. Yeah. But on that note, and they're efficient motors. You can find me at <laughs> Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink underscore on Instagram. Until next week, drink up, motherfuckers.